Good time of day, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of WKNC's Brain Trust. I'm your host, Lucas Marsh. Not really hitting it with the jokes, but we're getting there. And I'm very excited to be tackling today's episode with a very special guest who we have not had on the show yet. Uh, but before we introduce our guest, I'll introduce a little bit about myself. I'm a f- member of the freshman class of 2026 here at NC State. I'm from Long Island, New York. And again, I'm very excited to be uh, tackling today's episode. Uh, today's episode is not going to be as long of an episode as previous episodes. Uh, it's mainly just going to be some quick thoughts, some uh, some food for thought, if you will. Just, uh, just some things to talk about, things to think about. Uh, so with that being said... Guest, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name is Joey Perkins. I'm a freshman as well at NC State. I am an industrial engineer and economics major. Um, I'm from regional North Carolina, which is something we're going to be talking about today on the, as part of our topic. So I'm really excited to just get into it. Excellent, Joey. Thank you for being here. Uh, so just like you said, we're going to be talking about, you know, Reedsville, North Carolina. Um, we're also going to be talking about my hometown, Massapequa Park, and then we're going to be talk- we're basically going to be talking about regional differences and what it's like to be an out-of-state student. And Joey's here to obviously provide the perspective of the opposing region to where I'm from. And as an in-state student, he's gonna we're just going to talk about it, and we're going to see how it goes. Uh, so, Joey, I hope you brought your floaties because it's time to dive into the deep end. I'm kidding. We're going to stay in shallow waters today. Uh, but to get us started, just tell us a little bit about Reedsville, North Carolina. Like, what sorts of things like make it Reedsville? What kind of things make it your home? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to say that Reedsville is the same as most other small towns, but it is unique in its own certain ways. Um, I can say, to maybe to give you a gauge of like how many things we have or don't have. Um, the very first Starbucks in our county just opened up today, like this morning. So a pretty big time for us. Well, congratulations on getting a Starbucks. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a big thing. That's, that's a, I mean, honestly, it's the first big chain to come to Reedsville in a while. So um, I think we're getting a cookout pretty soon. Uh, really exciting things that happen, you know, in the little metropolis that we've got going on. Uh, the population of Reedsville, I think, is around uh, twenty or 30,000. The county's not much bigger than maybe 60. It could be about 100,000 people in Reedsville, North Carolina. I really don't have the current number, um, if you want to look that up. Oh, we're pulling it up. Let's check. Population of Reedsville, North Carolina... What? It says it's 15,000 people. Oh, shoot. We <laughs> lost some people. <laughs> a few. <laughs> what happened to them? <laughs> Maybe look up uh, Rockingham County because you Rockingham can't really. Reedsville is actually, I think, rather like technically small. I don't actually live in Reedsville. Oh, yeah. No, Rockingham County is at 91,000. Rockingham County is 91,000. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a couple different towns in Rockingham County, but Reedsville pretty sure is the biggest of the couple that are there nice nice so um other than getting a few new restaurant chains which is pretty big yeah. again congrats um what else would you say kind of defines the culture of like reedsville 
Uh, I'd say it's kind of like a little quiet town. You know, uh, you really don't see many people out on the roads after like nine. Um, you know, it's just, I, I like to make the joke. There are probably more cows than people. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's not true exactly. But, um, you know, it's just a fun little, yeah, it was just a small town, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's kind of in the middle, north, north middle of the state. So, you know, we're, we're like a, in between zone for like two larger cities in Virginia and then south into Greensboro. Uh, so just a place for people to live. Like I mean, at the end of the day, like people live there and we go to school. Like it's just, there's not much to do in, in that area. Okay. Well, thank you for telling us all about Reedsville. Unfortunately, I was not able to confirm the more cows than people statement because that would require me to actually do some more research right now, and I don't want to do that. We're so. not a big cow farm area. We're we're more we're in like the tobacco belt. Actually, I think one of the one claims to fame that Reedsville has is in like the early to mid 1900s. We were a big spot for American tobacco. We have this huge smokestack that says Lucky Strike, and American Tobacco was a big tobacco company that I think it's merged with another larger one now. But it was it was pretty. Pretty boom town. We we kind of went into a boom town in some time in the nineteen hundreds, but you know we obviously haven't stayed. So, well, I'm glad you guys had that uh, <laughs> that that little boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, would you say that the the coming of two new restaurant chains is a, an equivalent boom for Reedsville? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But yeah, I mean, it, it might be. You don't know. You know, it's just <laughs> anything can happen in the small little metropolis that we've got. You know. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing about your home. It sounds wonderful. I know I actually have family there, so I'll have to come visit eventually. Um, so Nice. <laughs> uh, so now to enlighten everybody a little bit about my hometown. It's actually not a town. It's considered like a, an incorporated village. Mm. I'm not really sure w- like why. That's interesting. But So it's called, uh, it's called Massapequa Park, New York. It's a, it's a weird small piece of larger Massapequa, New York. Like, like you have all of Massapequa, which is like just slightly bigger than Massapequa Park. But then there's just like a little piece of it that's Massapequa, Massapequa Park. Like, I don't know why they made it like that. So is Massapequa like, like one of the five boroughs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That <laughs> no, joke. that's okay. Had to make that joke. Uh, no, it is not one of the five boroughs. I am outside <laughs> of the area in a county called Nassau County. So I'm actually about an... 45 minutes to an hour away from Queens and Kings County. So though that's like the beginning of the boroughs. So Nice. No. <laughs> Massapequa is not a borough, unfortunately. Not a borough. Um, but Massapequa Park is, I'm, I mean, like when I talk about Massapequa Park, it's really difficult to talk about only Massapequa Park because it's not that we don't have things there. It's that it's just, it, it's a, the, fact that makes it like what it is it's just it's part of a it's part of Massapequa so it's not really like it can't it's, it's not really its stand own thing AJ it cannot you can't talk about Massapequa Park without then also talking about Massapequa uh, but just some interesting facts that I felt the need to look up Massapequa Park's population has got we think we I looked it up accurate to like two years ago now 17,000 people all packed tightly into two and a quarter square miles. And comparatively to Reedsville's 
I think 15,000 people packed, not even packed, just placed loosely uh, 15,000 people in 16 and a quarter square miles. So that just, just uh, gives you a nice figure of uh, the yeah, suburbia that I'm from. I'll say that, you know, in Regional, we, we have a lot of breathing room. You know, we don't, we yeah, we've got breathing room. Um, How many square miles did you say Massapequa was? Massapequa Park? Massapequa Park is two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. So there's a pretty big field near my house. And <laughs> I really think that maybe the entirety of Massapequa Park could fit inside that field. You know, that's, that's that's pretty pretty interesting to think about, you know. Honestly, I think we could. If you took everybody out and just put them in the field. We're used to being cl- kind of close together. I'm pretty sure that would be okay. They wouldn't be happy about it, but it'd be possible. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, the culture of the area is a lot of Italian people. Just a whole load of Italian people. I'm Italian myself because, like, you know, people from the boroughs, the whole deal <laughs> the whole deal of <laughs> Long Island is they come from all the Italians that came in the city that immigrated to the city in, like, the, the 1900s, 1800s, that kind of thing, during the waves of immigrants that came to the U.S. All the Italians that were there, and a lot of the Jewish people too, they, a lot of them stayed in the city, a lot of them went to the boroughs, but eventually they get older, they, you know, want to have families, so they move farther east onto Long Island and they settle in other places like Massapequa or Massapequa Park or I don't know about the other places because I have so many things in my town so many things in my general area that it's just it's not necessary for me to go other places like I really don't need to go anywhere like I'm five minutes from three different grocery stores all my friends are like a bike ride away maybe I have to cross a highway to go to my school but that's still only like five minutes because it's a lighted intersection. So um, there's like 30,000 gas stations all within like a mile of each other. There's a 7-Eleven every mile. Like there's so many, like I can't even talk about the rest of the entire, the, uh, the rest of Long Island other than the fact that it's just close to the city and it's very Republican because I don't need to go to these other towns like Lindenhurst, like Farmingdale, all these other towns nearby. Like I don't even know about them because I don't need to go there. It's pretty so interesting. Just a lot um, of stuff around my house. So I don't need to go around. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that maybe that's another a difference, a pretty large difference. That I think in my entire county, which is mm, it's it's a pretty it's, it's one of the yeah, like Rockingham County was a like a Rockingham County. People. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty large, I guess, county, but it's not like densely populated by any means. I can get around almost anywhere inside the county with relative ease, like and not use a map software like not use a navigation app mm-hmm. like just kind of have it like ingrained in my mind where to go and that's that's pretty interesting like i mean i think i drive like i drive like 10 15 minutes to the grocery store um my my roommate uh, we good friends from high school i about 45 minutes drive this wow. is i drive into another county actually oh really yeah to get to his house that's pretty we're just we're just spread out in in our area, really yeah. spread out. Like to the grocery store, like there are. I pass two grocery stores on the way. Actually, no, I pass three grocery stores on the way to the grocery store that I work at, and that takes me maybe five to like seven minutes. Maybe I hit a red light somewhere. It takes me like five to seven minutes, mm. but that's only because of traffic. It's only like a few miles from my house. Like it really isn't that far. But it's just because there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of uh, stoplights. There's a lot of things like that. You can't just go in one shot. 
unless you're lucky or you don't obey traffic laws, which people by me like doing. It's very funny. It's very dangerous, but it's very funny. Like, do you make full stops at stop signs? Oh, yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty traffic conscious. Uh, my mom and my sister uh, went up to New York, actually. You know, the actual, you know, New York, New York. The city, the city, mm-hmm. and um, you know they were they one of the first things I like called them the second day they were there. They were like, yeah, those lines on the road are kind of like suggestions to them up there, and I was like, yep, huh, interesting. Solid white line in front of a, a stoplight. No, you can change your lane if you feel like it. <laughs> oh, you forgot it. You can turn left. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Another thing. So we're actually we're gonna expand our talk a little bit more based on uh, regions, because. The culture where I'm from is it's not obviously it's not exactly the same as say like New Jersey or Pennsylvania or something like that. It's not exactly the same, mm-hmm. but it is still very similar and is very different to down here. Like the way of life at my house, like the way of life where I'm from is very very fast paced, very say what you need to say, move on, get do what you got to do, you just go through life fast, you know. Angry. <laughs> Angry. Especially when you're driving. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the plague is, but like the Long Island <laughs> plague, like I drive here like I would like just normally drive at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a danger to everybody else on the road because of like they react like I'll change a lane and they're like they have, their, their brakes are on. I'm like, I am giving you what I would consider plenty of room. Like it- a full mm-hmm. two car lengths in front of them. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> It's interesting that you say that, you know, um, when I, like last semester when I first came here, it was kind of an adjustment for me to get used to this traffic, as in a little more fast paced than my traffic at home. So like, that's pretty interesting. Like, oh yeah, right. Cause like for for anybody that doesn't know, obviously NC state is very close to Raleigh, Raleigh being the capital of North Carolina. So, you know, it's a city, um, it's, it's, it's not. Uh, I would be okay driving in Raleigh. I would be perfectly fine with it because that's pretty much what I'm used to. Yeah. But that's interesting that you bring that up, that you have to make that change. And actually, I'm going to ask a question. Sure. Because I was going to save this for a little later, but All right. would, do you think you would be able to? Because obviously, I have had to make the uh, the lifestyle change slow not i don't want to say like slow down a little bit but you yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, I, i've had down. to adjust my lifestyle a little bit to work here it's a slow down yeah right would you be able to make this the, the speed up the the the, the pick it, pick up the pace a little bit would you be able to go to school in like on long island you'd be able to go to school in new york city I mean, do you think you'd be able to make that transition? I think I'd be able to make the transition. I don't think I would ever willingly or like <laughs> be fine with me. Like, I don't think I, I, I'd be able to do it, but I would never want to. Like, I think that's it. You, you see, you've shown me a, a picture of your street before and uh, cookie cutter houses. I've never seen that many houses that look almost identical in, in such a short little area. Mm. Like, that's how they make the house. insane they, to me. Because when they're building the the suburbs, they go and they just have they have a design of house, and they just spam it and they mm. just put it everywhere. And obviously, you can make modifications to your house so that you change this change it up a little bit. Like what my family did is we built an entire second floor, we got a garage, kind of changed our driveway a little bit. Like you can make little modifications, but you're also very limited. Like our house can't be taller than 
25 feet or something like that. Like it, it can't be That is crazy to big. me. That is wild. It just cannot be big. Because like, like, uh, like in-ground pools, I think, at least in Massapequa Park, can't go deeper than like five feet. So we sprung for semi-in-ground, but... <laughs> nice. But um, so the transition, for, I, think, I think the transition for you... I think, it. I think it would be harder than the transition for you, for like that you've made from speed mm-hmm. going from sped up to slow down. That's like just taking a breath. Right. Like I'd have to like go full sprint with life for like constant though, like no break. Yeah, it's like getting on a highway, like getting on the southern state on Long Island. You have to just step on it so you don't get hit. Couldn't everybody's speeding. I don't, maybe maybe I say I couldn't drive in in that area. You'd be able. You'd be able to do it. I'm, I think you'd be just very nervous the whole time. Maybe you might be right. Yeah, for anybody anybody listening that's interested in checking it out up on Long Island, if you're not a very aggressive driver, don't take the Long Island Expressway. Just do me a favor and don't take it. Thank you. Um. So, well, we've what we've really concluded so far, the transition that people from here would have to make living a lifestyle that I'm used to would be very difficult. It's possible. Definitely possible. I know people who've done that. My dad did that. Mm-hmm. It's it's possible. It's just a little difficult. But for me, it's I'm not going to say it's so terribly difficult to move down here and go to school here. Like It's really not terrible. It's just some of the challenges that I have found, it's not really the lifestyle like I get up in the morning, I go to my classes, I, you know, eat breakfast, I hang out with my friends. And not my, like that part of my life so it hasn't changed all that much. It's mainly the people here. The people that I meet here, their, their tone of voice, their volume, not only their, the volume is a lot lower. Yeah. People aren't as loud. Mm-hmm. The tone of voice is a lot, it seems a lot nicer. It's a little, like people, people talk slower. I don't know why, but it's just I don't I can't tell you why either. Fast. Uh regional differences though. You know, it's just just something interesting about it. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's like another little another little joke for you. Sometimes my parents tell me I'm talking too fast and you know, you you've heard me speak, you know, we're, we're roommate, hey, we're sweet mates. So mm-hmm. uh I don't talk fast ever. No. But you know, it's just I guess it's just you get what you're used to, and if you're not around anything different, you're not like you're just not used to it, and therefore you're you get complacent, I guess, in what you're hearing and what you're around, you know. Yeah, so you know people people talk a little slower, um, you know, like I was saying that their uh, their tone of voice seems a little nicer. I don't want to say people down here are are nicer. Like I don't want to just put down a blanket statement like people here are nicer. Because I feel like behind some of that kind of like Southern hospitality, as you say, is not niceness. It's not all meant. You know what I mean? It's not like obviously people are nice. Like I'm I'm a firm believer in uh, the optimism of humanity. People are just generally nice people. Because people near me and including myself like I said, you know, fast lifestyle. It's a little little paced up a little bit there. But in talking, too, you don't really, you know, you don't really dance around what you're trying to say. You just mm-hmm. kind of, you just say it. 
Yeah. Because there's no point in, like, I'm a I'm a firm believer there really is no point in lying to people. If I'm talking to somebody and I don't like them, I'm not gonna look right in, look them right in the face and say, you know, I don't like you. Like you you suck. I don't like you, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna then I don't know become their best friend just to kind of put on a show. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna talk to that person if I don't like them. I'm not going to. I mean, just be very obvious about your actions instead of. But there's there's a limitation to that. You can't just go around and saying like, I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you. You just don't talk to people. But I'm very, I tend to be very, uh, just very meaningful in what I say, specifically because I don't kind of, like it's saying like, uh, like you don't beat around the bush. Just yeah. get, you just get to the point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You just get to the point. I don't feel like, I don't feel like people do that here, at least to the same extent that, People do. I'll agree that we probably have a little bit more. I guess there's less bluntness. Is the, maybe that's yeah. The no, best. That, that's what I was looking for. Maybe the word uh, blunt. Yeah, people more blunt. We're not really blunt. You were. See, I'm probably doing it right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just. I can't really explain why. I don't really have a great answer for you. I'd say that. I would say that people here or in my hometown, or even in Massapequa Park, I'd say that, you know, there's, you know, human decency still. So, like, I think it's just the delivery method of the human de- of the human decency and, like, you know, in- inherent goodness is probably just different. Like, I, I, there's not a good way or a bad way or, like, an evaluated... Like, this is not a, a judgmental statement mm. as much as it is just... I think it's just something to observe. Yeah. yeah, it's just something I've noticed. Like I said in the beginning, this episode isn't like we're not breaking down why people are slow or why people like me are fast. You know, and like we're not we're not sitting here breaking down why one region is cooler than the other or one region is you know not as cool as the other because that would be a death wish to uh, sit here and do that. <laughs> I'll <laughs> say I'll give I'll give my one way into that. Sorry, I do have to do this. Um. North Carolina is home to Salisbury, North Carolina, which is home to the, the creation of what I would argue is a regional, um, regional like uniqueness. Cheerwine, it's the best soda ever. I I won't ever. Cheerwine is one of my favorites. It I is one of my favorites. I won't ever say like, I think we're just you, we got a really unique area here. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously I'm from here. So right, you know, yeah, extreme obviously you're from bias. Here. You got, yeah, like extreme bias. Like uh, obviously I have a bias towards where I'm from. Cheerwine is really cool, but it's the Big Apple, dude. Like, I live an hour away from the city. That that means a lot to people. Like, that really means a lot to people. Even people, I've been to, uh, I've been to Germany, mm-hmm. and when people ask us, because obviously it's very obvious that we are Americans when we go to Europe. Forget regional differences. We're talking about complete different ends of the world now. It's very obvious that we are Americans in, in Germany. And they, Germans are very, very blunt. So not a very large change of pace there, but we went to there and they're like, you're from the, you're from America, right? Like New York, like they, they, it's known. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's one of the big things that I like to talk about here. And I like bringing up the fact that I'm from New York because mm-hmm. everybody, everybody knows. They're like, oh my God, New York City. Yeah. You've been there? Like it was, I went to, um, I was in the honors program and when they introduced the program, they said they go on a few like big cultural experience trips and when I was sitting in the interest meeting for that, they said, oh, they were, we go to 
Uh, we go to, I think we go to like the Appalachian Mountains. We go Asheville, North Carolina. That's a good spot. Yeah, they say they go to Asheville. They go to this. And our big favorite trip to New York City, the room lit up. They were like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. New York City. New York City is so cool. And I looked at my parents. I was like, have we been there? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at them. I was like, have you guys heard of that place? They're like, no, I don't think so. And for reference, both my parents used to work like I think they used to work in the city for like the majority of their lives. So wow. my mom grew up in Queens, which is one of the boroughs. Yeah. <laughs> so letting you know it's one of the boroughs. I'm aware of what New York is. <laughs> Good. But they completely glossed over the fact that one of their trips goes to Berlin, Germany, in a different country, just to point out the fact that a lot of people go to New York City. New York is pretty big, you know. You hear I just went to New York in my town, and you're like, Oh wow, that's pretty cool. You know, like that's that's like big conversation mm-hmm. piece. It's just and that's actually interesting because then, like, obviously I went home. We went home for winter break. Yeah. I was working every day in my grocery store so I can make I can make some money and come back here with some money in my pocket to pay for those stupid textbooks. Mm-hmm. Hate yeah. my physics class textbook. So dumb. I'm going to cut that out, but it's okay. No. I'm not going to. That's staying. Just Criticism point. of... Uh... Criticism of WebAssign. Anyway, I would, like, some of their usual customers would remember me. And they're like, oh, welcome back, Lucas. How are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, came back from school. And they're like, oh, where are you going to school? Obviously, is the next logical question. So I tell them, I'm going, oh, NC State. And they're like, what's NC State? I'm like, well, like, North Carolina State University. They're like, wow, that's really cool. Like, they, it's a similar reaction. Yeah. You'd, I don't want to, again, I don't want to be mean, but, like, I wouldn't expect it to be like that. Like, people hear you say, well, you went to NYC. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, cool. it's just interesting. But people, yeah. I tell people I go here, and they're like, wow. Like, they have a similar reaction because a lot of people that live the New York lifestyle, the the kind of, the, the I'm not going to say the New York. We'll, we'll expand it. Like, the Northeast region of the U.S., that kind of, like, fast-paced lifestyle, a lot of people want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like my family does. We're moving down here because my parents, they've had enough. It's time to go. Let somebody else, let a new, like a, a growing family is a good example of a, a good type of person to live there. Mm-hmm. But once you, like, I'll, like, like you heard, like a, your grandparents retiring to Florida. Yeah. Like they, they, they want the slowdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they want it. So I tell people I go here, they're like, wow, good for you. Like, good for you for getting out. And I'm like, yeah. And that's not even like a sarcastic, yeah, like I totally agree with them. Like this is, it's a nice change of pace because sustaining that kind of lifestyle for an extended period of time is difficult. Yeah, it, really, it, 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 it can mm-hmm. be very straining, very exhausting. It's, it can get tough. I really don't have many, many people that I know that, you know, they move to New York and they stay there for more than a week or two. You know, it's just a little vacation spot. Like, you know, yeah. no one I know is like, yeah, I'm going to speed up my life and, you know, live with, I don't know, how many people are in New York? I think it's like, well, I know in the cities, like 11 million. 11, Long Island yeah, is like 8 I'm, million. I'm going to live among 11 million different people in like two square miles. I don't, I really have no. Actually, you might not be that far off. I have no concept of square being footage land of mass of New York or anything. Um, it's just, it's just, I, I guess it's a slower little paced region. I guess we're all a little slower paced. So New York City enjoyable. is, why doesn't it tell me the square footage? That is so silly. Square footage is not big, not big at all. And there's 
8.5 million people there. 8.5 million. Quite a million. lot of people. I bet we can find it right here. That's about oh, as Oh, no, many... there it is. It's 300 square miles. It's, wow. it's almost, it's like 8.5 million people, 300 square miles, which isn't so bad, but it's also very, very packed. I'm pretty sure the population of my entire state is 2 million more than how many people are in New York. I think we're like around 10 million. We could be 11. Couldn't really tell you. 10.5 million. Oh, I was right on the money. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's just a, another crazy. thing. Wild. Just to think about for me. I don't like it's a little like. See, like that that transition for you, like I would make that transition from cookie cutter houses. I can walk across the street and see like, I can step outside my door and see at least 30 different houses that all look like mine. All people that I know, but still, you know, yeah. it's everybody, I, I, it's just ridiculous. I can come here, take a deep breath, take a nice, feel the fresh air for once, get get a little space, but then in situations like our dorms, like that, the suite situation, mm-hmm. that's completely normal for me. I have zero problems with it at all. No problems at really? all. Really? Absolutely none. That's interesting. Like, I'm completely fine with it. In fact, I, I really like the, the suite format. It's a good way to start your semester. I like the, the suite format. I, yeah. I do have a problem with the size and stuff, but, you know, yeah. I guess that's me coming from, you know. Yeah. Like, the room that, like, obviously I share a room. Uh, anybody listening who's heard, I think, episode one, uh, my roommate Lewis and I, we share that room, and my stuff is, like, compact to my side of the room. Because that's just how I live. Because it's not like I'm used to the smallish room. I'm not. I don't normally share a room with somebody in my house, but it's still small, and I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with it because that's how I live. Because then I step outside and I see the nice, big campus with a lot of people. It's very open, so it's it's an easy transition for me to make. Except for you know talking to the people, is a little weird sometimes. Yeah, we kind of get that sometimes, you know. I saw you brought out the accent. I did. I did bring out the accent. I bring it out when I talk to people who have the similar accent as me. But uh, just thought I'd, you know, put it on. Put, <laughs> just put so it, they can hear an example. Put it into the podcast to uh, have a little treat. I don't know. Yeah, just add a little <laughs> cherry on top. Yeah. Um, and speaking of cherry on top, that's a good stopping point for us. Uh, so first of all, I'd like to thank you, Joey, for accompanying me on episode five, a little food for thought about regional differences in the U.S. and out-of-state students. Just to think about it, it can be interesting for them to meet new people, talk to new people, and adapt to a certain lifestyle. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you, man. If you like what you heard today and you want to subscribe to keep up with future WKNC's Brain Trust content, you can check us out at wknc.org forward slash podcasts. It's podcasts with an S. Uh, and we'd also like to thank JT Suttuk and Moving Boxes for providing us with excellent intro and outro music uh, for WKNC's Brain Trust, where we have the biggest brains and we trust in them. If you want to check them out, they are Moving Boxes Band on Instagram. That's all one word, Moving Boxes Band. Lowercase, all one word, Moving Boxes Band. So check them out. Again, big thanks to JT Satuk and Moving Boxes. They've done amazing work for us here at WKNC and WKNC's Brain Trust. And with that, good good day. day.